Today on the Manifestable Podcast, I have Craig Collins with me answering all of your juicy relationship questions. You guys wrote in and my team sent them to me. We did not pre-read these, so he might be saying pass throughout, but we're going to dive right in talking about sex. Do we sleep in the same bed? What's his greatest secret to communication? What do men really want from women? All of those juicy questions are going to be talked about today on the Manifestable podcast. Welcome to Manifestable, where you'll receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. Each week, I will bring you epic guests, live coaching, and manifestation tools to remind you of your power. You have the ability to achieve extraordinary things, and the time to start is now. You know, creating Cacao Bliss has been such an honor. And I know some of you might be intrigued if you have not tried Cacao Bliss. Is it really that good? Is it really that good for my body? Am I going to love it? Are my kids going to love it? So I want to make sure that if you want to try it and you know what I'm talking about here and why it became the fastest growing company on Inc. 500, go ahead and get a bag or two. And I'm going to give you 15% off at checkout. So in the show notes, you're just going to click on that link and get a bag or two of Cacao Bliss. And I'm going to give you 15% off your order. All you need to do is put Manifestable at checkout so I can give you 15% off. Use the word Manifestable at checkout. M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T-I-V-A-L, Manifestable at checkout. And you're going to get 15% off. All right. I love you guys. And thanks for tuning into this episode. I'm already seeing Craig squirm a little bit. We're sitting here and I saw a couple eye rolls when he heard me mention the intro of this episode. And he even asked me, he said, is there some questions that I can say pass to? Can they edit? We're going to try to just be honest and real because you guys wrote in and just answer them because we're all in this journey of relationships together. So why not be honest and real? Let me pull up these questions, <laughs> which we have not looked at until right now. So we're not like planning out our answers. So Craig. Yes. What do you think is the secret to a lasting relationship? Pass. <laughs> the secret to a lasting relationship. Well, I can only speak to a relationship that lasts 10 years because that's how long we've been married. So I will say what's worked for us is constant communication. I've had relationships in the past where there have been some disagreements or situations that were not fully addressed. And then one of the partners harbors resentment and doesn't talk about it. And then it comes out in passive aggressive ways and just ends up destroying the relationship in the end. So I've learned the hard way through prior relationships that communication is key. So that's one thing Danette and I do not allow anything to fester, even small things like she leaves the uh, cap off the toothpaste or something and we're gonna have to talk about it. I don't allow anything to build up internally. 
That is true. And your parents have a really solid long term. How many years? They've been married over 50 years, right? I think they're on like 55 now. 55. What would you say they would say their secret is to a lasting relationship? Well, as my dad says, he's very agreeable and my mom's a good cook. (laughs) (laughs) He's very agreeable and she's a good cook. What, What do you think it is, though, from your vantage point? You know, I think that they have they love spending time together. They truly enjoy doing things together, whether it's going on a walk or vacationing or even just going to the store, right? So they truly enjoy being together and having shared experiences. So I think that's really built a solid relationship for them. Yeah. Another question that I'm like literally going in order, guys. How do we keep the business side and the romantic side separate Or do we not? That's the question. But I do want to just for those of you who are maybe new to Craig and I and the Manifestable podcast. So Craig and I met because I was approaching him about partnering with me in business. So we met in that way. We met with business on our minds. And I think we started the business and our relationship around the same time. We were like, Oh, we're talking about business and we're talking about this partnership. And then these feelings started to grow. And we started a business before we actually got married. So we've been juggling running and scaling our businesses from the beginning of our relationship. So how do we keep it separated? It was difficult at first, for sure. Yeah, we had a lot of ups and downs, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we definitely went through our share of difficulties. And, you know, we came to an agreement that we each have expertise in certain areas, and we just agreed to stay in our lanes. You know, Danette's the creative, she works when she's inspired, and I'm more structured, and I run the back end of the business. So, you know, we just decided to agreed rather to stay in our lanes and not disrupt the other person. So I never tell Danette how to speak or how to write or how to perform on video. And she doesn't tell me how to run the business. So we do stay in our lanes and respect each other. And we also compartmentalize the business as well. So, you know, at the end of the workday, we have an agreement that we don't talk business. So if it's dinner time, business is done. So we only talk personal for the rest of the night. And then any business conversation that we want to have has to take place the next day during business hours. Oh, yeah. We had to put in really strong boundaries because at the beginning, you guys, we were broke as a joke, just trying to like grow this business. Plus, we were new to each other. And I remember in the early, early days, we had computers in our bed at night. Yeah. And we were just hustling, like working. And I think there's a lot of couples that have their phones in the bed at night and their computers in the bed at night. And we decided, oh, this looks like a train wreck down the way. So we said, this has to shut off. And Craig said, he's like, I want to shut it off before dinner. And this shuts off so that we actually can separate business from a relationship. And so that was a line that we had. But I definitely think you should shut it off in the bed because you're going to start associating business and business talk and all that stuff to the bedroom and the brain's going to get confused. So I'm really grateful that we had boundaries around that at the very beginning. Yep. Do we sleep in the same bed? We do. (laughs) Yeah. Even though I'm kind of an advocate for separate bedrooms personally. Yeah. I'll tell you what's really helped is we got the sleep number that has separate mattresses 
So she doesn't feel me when I move around at night. You know, if I get up in the middle of the night and I don't feel her move around. So it's actually helped to have separate matches. Yeah. Craig's a big biohacking person. Sleep's very important to him. He goes through a million steps at night to cross off before he climbs into bed from shutting the blinds a certain way to adjusting his pillows to sleep mask to tape around the mouth to whatever the situation is. So for him, he doesn't want to film me at night. But I also just think sometimes if you're struggling to sleep well, then I don't see a problem with having two separate bedrooms. Let it be fun. You can still invite him to your bedroom. Okay, another question. This has come up a lot. I can actually, I'm reading through this list fast. How do you communicate when you're bumping up against a disagreement or a tough conversation or a feeling that you have about something. So I'm going to, Craig actually taught me a lot about communication. (laughs) He took like communication course, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, tell us, how do we handle tough communication? So, I mean, gratefully, I will say that we do agree like on on a lot of the fundamentals in life and like our preferences and you know, how we raise the kids and travel and business. So so we really don't have many disagreements, knock on wood. But when we do, it's all about hearing the other person because so many people get caught in the trap of, in a disagreement, they may not talk while their partner is speaking and sharing, but in their mind, they're just thinking about their response. And they're just thinking about how they're right and their partner is wrong. And that's just, that's a setup for disaster. So one thing that we do is if there is a disagreement, we need to talk through it. We don't do it in the heat of the moment. So we have to, we'll make an agreement and say, hey, let's talk about this later because we need to cool down. We need to come in with uh, with clear heads and when we're cold, so it's like go for a hike or get out in nature or get a workout and then let's talk. So that's one thing. It's very difficult to resolve a conflict in the heat of the moment. It's always best to like take space and take time away. And then what it's really important to hear the other person and you let the other person know that you are listening to them, actively listening to them when they're done talking is you share back what you heard. Let's give them an example. Like I would say, hey, Craig, I need to have a completion conversation with you because I wouldn't even say because. When are you free to really listen to me? Yeah, and I could, I'll say like seven o'clock tonight. Okay, and I'm like, okay, seven o'clock on the dot. Yeah. And one other thing, when you're having this completion conversation, I suggest going into a neutral place. Don't do it in the bed. Don't do it where other good emotions could be like, I would say, go for a walk or sit on the couch or something or whatever kitchen table. And you're always like he said, he's going to stay open. So I'm just going to make up a thing. Hey, Craig, when you went out of town and didn't take out the trash and I came home and the trash was so stinky because we were both gone for seven days and you didn't think, hey, I'll take out this very full trash because I'm going to be gone for seven days and Danette's going to come back in seven days. You guys, this is not a real life situation, but I'm just saying it made me feel like you weren't thinking about me. It made me so frustrated because the house stunk for like three days. You were gone. I had to deal with it. It wasn't even my trash to begin with. So it made me think that you just are thinking about yourself and you're not even aware of me. So then how would you respond to make me feel like you heard me? 
Well, first of all, you didn't replace the toilet paper roll before you went to the towns. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most people do. They were like, yeah. well, there's many times you don't yeah. notice, like, do things to make me think you care about me, blah, blah, blah. And then it turns into a fight, right? Exactly. That's how the typical disagreement goes. So what I would say in that scenario is, I would say, so I, I understand that when you went out of town, the trash was full. And I did not take the trash out. I could have thought in advance about things that needed to be done in the house before we leave the house empty for a week. And that's actually my fault. So I apologize that I did not take the trash out because I understand that it was disgusting when you had to come back in the house and the house was stinky for probably several hours and you had to open the windows. So that is my bad. So I do apologize for that. And I can tell you that in the future, I will definitely be more conscious about what needs to be done around the house before leaving so that another scenario like that doesn't happen again. Yeah. So you guys hear how he said he acknowledged what I said, because that's a big part of the person feeling like they feel heard. Because a lot of times people are like your partner might be like, hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry but you don't really take in that sorry. It's still not feeling complete inside your body because you're not sure if they really feel and heard how that made you feel. Because ultimately you just want to feel like you're thought of, that they care about you. So him reflecting back or her reflecting back, what you said makes you feel heard for one. And two, it makes you feel like they get it. They get how it made you feel. And then he did one other thing, which was, in the future, I'll adjust, I'll uh, pivot or I'll handle the situation differently. And that just makes you feel like they care in that moment. Yep. So that's a completion conversation. Yep. So and that's kind of what we taught our kids too. So they will grab us and have completion conversations with us now. And it's not personal. It's just being able to communicate. So this is how we handle tough disagreements. I'm seeing a lot in here around feeling disrespected or tough conversations. And so that's how we kind of handle that. Someone wrote in and said they've been married for 23 years. Congratulations. They're coming up on their 24th year. How do we keep it spicy and interesting and alive after so many years? So we have an agreement to go on regular dates, which means once a week, we agree. It doesn't always happen. Doesn't It doesn't always happen, but we do have an agreement that, you know, if the schedule's align that we have a date once a week and it could mean a number of different things. A, a date could literally be like going for a new hike or going out to lunch or dinner, or it could be I pick up dinner and, you know, if the house is empty, we don't have kids around, then, you know, maybe we have like a quiet dinner at home with like candles and I get flowers and stuff. So it, it's just time that we set aside each week to connect on a personal basis and then we want to once a month have an overnight that actually hasn't happened just because of all the travel that we both have. But ideally, we would do an overnight once a month where we go to a, a hotel. You get jujied up. Yeah. Everyone smells good. Everyone yeah. looks good. Yeah, you take a shower, you comb your hair. <laughs> it feels new. Put on clean underwear. <laughs> and yeah, and you go out and you have a nice time. And so that's really helpful to do that. And then quarterly... We like to do a longer date, like a long weekend. Yeah. So we might take like Friday through Sunday and go somewhere away from the kids and away from responsibilities and just have our own time together. I call it the 24-hour sex date. Okay. You call it whatever you want. 
<laughs> okay. Someone wrote in, did you manifest me? Did you use manifesting abilities to create me in your life? I have a question for you. Are you tired of going on dates with no success? Are you currently in a relationship and are longing for a deeper connection? Do you desire a love that transcends time and space and literally is filling you up so that you're never wondering if you're enough or wondering if you're loved or adored? Well, I want to tell you you're not alone and I have just the solution for you. I created a program called the 21 Day Attract Your Soulmate Challenge. This is a program that is incredible journey to manifest the love you truly desire in days. Yeah, you heard that right. 21 days. Whether you're in a relationship, whether you're trying to attract one to just get the most out of the love in your life. So during this 21 day challenge, you'll discover powerful techniques to attract the love that you truly desire. The, in the love language that you would like to receive. We're talking about a love that ignites your soul, a love that feels like it was written in the stars just for you. This challenge will provide you with daily exercises, affirmations, and secrets to help you become a love magnet. You'll learn how to let go of past baggage, past stories, past experiences, boost your confidence, and open your heart to new possibilities. If you are ready to manifest your soulmate and create a love story for you, If the answer is yes, then I want you to head over to relationship.manifestablepodcast.com to join now. You can also go into the show notes and click the link, but it's relationship.manifestablepodcast.com and you're going to be able to sign up for this challenge. Literally in 21 days, you will be able to write to me and say, oh my goodness, I am in a more loving, more caring, more juicy relationship with my current husband or my current partner. Or you might say, hey, I was single and I was afraid to get into a relationship and now I'm in a relationship I love and adore and it's right for me. There's no better time than now to start attracting the deepest, most passionate relationship of your dreams. And I have to tell you, it's for you. It is for you. It doesn't matter what your past is. It doesn't matter if it's been good or bad. Let's do this together. I'm going to show you how. Go to relationship.manifestablepodcast.com or click the link in the show notes and sign up now. Send you all my love. I think that we're always manifesting. So everything that we experience in life, we manifest through our thoughts and our feelings and our frequencies. But, you know, I, I did, I will say that before I met Danette, probably a few years before I met Danette, I actually very intentionally made a list of everything that I want in a partner. You uh, were in detail. In detail. Yeah. So I, I made a detailed list about everything, like every aspect of life, this person's physical, emotional, spiritual attributes. So I made that list and I reviewed it, you know, like on a daily basis. So I would meditate and then like read that list before I would go to bed at night and visualize this person in my life. And yeah, Danette actually checks all the boxes on that list that I did make. So I do have to say that I that I manifested her. That's really cool. So a lot of you are writing in about that and wondering how do I attract and create a, a really fulfilling relationship. And I just want to refer you guys back to a couple episodes that were already on the Manifestful podcast. So write this down and head to them after this episode. But episode 74 was how to manifest a romantic relationship. This was coaching from me. So episode 74. 
And then episode 102 was a guided meditation on how to manifest in real time. So it's a guided meditation for you to create that romantic relationship or create the relationship you're desiring. So episode 102 and episode 74. Someone wrote in, I dated someone for seven years, then broke it off. But after five years, we have been together for four years. I love her as an excellent friend, but I want more than she wants to give. So how do I get more? Well, you know what I think, guys? I really feel like I'm doing this as a general plug. I really think I created a a 21-day Attract Your Soulmate Challenge. And I'm going to link it in the show notes below. But it wasn't about attracting someone new. It's about getting the love you desire in your current relationship, in a new relationship, And it's really about healing any cords or trauma, really setting up a clear vision of what you want. It takes you through the exact steps. So then in 21 days, you start seeing a reflection, whether it's in your current relationship or a new one of what you're truly desiring. So it's a 21 day program. I'm going to link it below. I highly suggest getting it because people have written in and told me how they are seeing differences in their partner, their husband, their wife. Their relationships grown so much and other people that have been calling in true partnership are like meeting them and in relationship with them. It's been profound. So I think one more thing to share about that is um, Danette is not shy about asking for what she wants (laughs) in this relationship. (laughs) So, you know, consider that like if you're not getting what you want after the relationship, are you clearly communicating what you want? Because Danette will like sit down with me and look me in the eye and say, this is important to me. This is something that I need to really feel fulfilled in this relationship. And, you know, tell me examples of what it is that she needs. And I take it to heart. I take it to heart and I follow through on what she's asking for. So just keep in mind, maybe you're not asking for what you want. Maybe you're not communicating what you want. Or if you are, perhaps it's not being heard and you just need to um, need to have a real heart-to-heart conversation with that person to make sure that it is received. Mm, yeah, this has come up in a couple of questions and they want to know, how do you feel about me being so busy with work and or kids? How do you handle me being so busy? I believe in what you are doing and I fully support your work and your dedication to your purpose because I know that you are here to help people genuinely and you are here to raise the consciousness on the planet. And it's all from love. I know that you're just operating from love and it's not because you're a workaholic and it's not because you don't enjoy our relationship. So you are seeking other things to fill your time. So I'm fully in support of it because I believe in the work that you're doing. So I'm actually completely fine because I just want to support you in this lifetime. Wow. Thanks guys for this therapy session because I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a sex question. And she said, I hope it's not too personal. I think this is a question a lot of people want to know. Because we live in a very busy time and age right now. How do you make time for sex? Do you feel it's less sexy to schedule it? How do you not think about work together when you're supposed to be connecting emotionally? Does Craig take testosterone? Should guys get their hormones checked? (laughs) These are good questions, my friend. Whoever wrote in on these ones, these are a lot of them. So basically... How do you make time for sex? Is scheduling it less sexy? What are your thoughts? 
I'll share mine after you share it. Okay. I am a fan of scheduling, actually. We've never scheduled sex, have we? Well, just today, we said, do you want to connect tonight? (laughs) (laughs) So that 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 is is not very sexy. I think we get to up that game. Yeah, (laughs) probably. But yeah, I mean, it's always exciting if it's in the spur of the moment. And we, we all love that. But, you know, look, we all have busy lives. You know, work, kids, animals to take care of. No, dinner to cook, all that stuff. So there's a lot of stuff in our lives. So I do think it helps to set aside time and to schedule in advance because not only can you ensure that that you have that connection time, but it's something to look forward to, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like something to kind of get excited about and look forward to at the end of your day or whenever you do decide to do it. Okay. And then one of the questions, I agree. Did you you want to? No, I agree. I think all of what you said is, there might be one person in the relationship, or maybe it's both, but one for sure that's like, I just don't feel sexual, or I don't feel the energy, or I don't feel the desire. And I always think it's a little like exercise. No one ever gets done with exercise and goes, I wish I wouldn't have done that. And no one gets done with having sex and says, I wish I wouldn't have done that. You're always like, oh, that felt so good. And so I think for, I'm going to speak to the females, I'm stereotyping that you might be the lesser the one not desiring it as much potentially, which isn't necessarily true with the data, but whoever it is to really just say, why not just see if you just start getting into it, like doing the acts and doing the foreplay and see if it starts to kick up the desire. Yeah. And then we we say is no expectations a lot. Yeah. Like, can we just lay here and hug with no expectations? Meaning that if someone doesn't feel it after laying here and being you know, connecting emotionally that it's okay. Yeah, that always helps. And then I want to answer the second part to her question about hormones. So I absolutely think both men and women should get their hormones checked. So I get my hormones checked three to four times a year. So I do a full blood panel because your hormones dictate so much about your health and your vitality and your energy and your sleep. And your desire. And your desire. So absolutely, I think that should be a requirement for everyone to get regular hormone checks. And, you know, I look, I'm 50. I'm I'm not ashamed to say that I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. I mean, the testosterone naturally goes down as men age. So it's not a hero dose where, you know, I feel like I'm 18 again, but it's just enough. It's just enough to, um, to supplement where I need to be at this age. So I think men should absolutely get their hormones checked and look into testosterone replacement therapy and women should do the same. Yeah. And I think women can feel like they're depressed or have anxiety. And a lot of it's just can be based on hormones. So getting it all checked is a good deal. Okay. One last question. Make it a good one. About money. Uh Uh-oh. This person likes to spend a lot of money and her husband wants her to stop because he wants to retire in a couple of years. She says, I'm addicted. Please help me. Uh, Man, I don't know if we're the couple for that question because neither one of us are big spenders. We kind of value the same thing, which is experiences over things. We like to spend money on trips and like maybe a new snowboard because we like to ski or just things that create experiences versus like a purse or shoes just for the heck of it to sit in the closet. Yeah. I think it's, it would be really good to, 
to look at the deeper why of why you're spending so much and why you're shopping a lot, because it could be to fulfill a need that's not being met elsewhere in life. Or look, shopping can be a real addiction too, like gambling or anything else. So if it feels like it's just uncontrollable, then it's probably worth looking into. It may be something that's like on a deeper psychological level that you can't control on the conscious level. So uh, yeah, you, you may need to look into that because as a very adamant saver and one who really wants to be financially secure, I, I can understand where your husband is coming from. So, you know, it's something that as men, we want to make sure that we're protecting our loved ones and, you know, financial security is a big part of that. So I, I totally understand his perspective. Yeah, that was great advice. Thanks. <laughs> If you guys like this episode and you want more of it, I need to hear from you. You got to like share this episode out. You need to write to me on the my Instagram or Facebook and say you like this because I don't think Craig will come back on unless I get a lot of people reviewing, rating, sharing. <laughs> if you want more Craig. And actually, Craig is a really good coach. You don't know this about you, but you're a really good coach. He's who I go to. He's got amazing <laughs> advice. So we could get coach craig out here that would be really fun but it's been fun to talk about relationships like i mentioned the 21 day attract your soulmate challenge is linked in the show notes i highly recommend that program and i'm sending you all my love as you embark on these really powerful relationships in your life and until next time i'll see you on the manifestable podcast You guys, it's been really fun to join you today on the podcast. Thanks for letting Craig and I be vulnerable with all of you. It means a lot. So I want to kind of let you guys know, some of you are actually listening to this and desiring to cultivate a stronger relationship with the relationship you're already in. Some of you are desiring to call in your partner. So I'm going to call out some episodes right now, take out a pen and paper, maybe go back into the Manifestable podcast where you're listening right now and pull up these episodes. Because if you liked this one, you're going to like these other ones. So episode 74, I did a coaching episode with all of you on how to manifest a romantic relationship, a relationship where you're receiving the love you desire. So that's episode 74. And then episode 102 is a guided meditation on how to manifest in real time, how to create in real time. Maybe learning how to start conjuring up the visions and the emotions to create what you're truly desiring. So go to episode 74 and episode 102 to tune in so that you become a magnet to the love that you truly desire. I love you guys and I'll see you on the next episode. Do you ever feel like you need an extra push to feel inspired or motivated to take on the day? I know I do at times. And are you searching for a sign to nudge you one step closer to achieving your goals? I've decided to do something and I'm doing it absolutely free. All you have to do is text JOY. You're going to text JOY to 720, grab your pen and paper right now, 720-706-5956. And I'm going to send you free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. We don't have to do this life alone. I want to be there as a support. So just go ahead and simply text JOY 
to 720-706-5956. And I'm going to be sending you free. It might be an affirmation or encouragement, maybe a meditation, something that will help you start your week in the right foot with a simple message from me. Again, text JOY. And I'm going to give you that number one more time, 720-706-5956 to receive free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. I love you.